And the game is over and Sligo won the Connacht Championship. Sligo have won the Connacht Championship for the first time since 1928, 47 years ago, and only their second ever. And look at those scenes of jubilation. And Mickey Curtins, we couldn't see him a moment ago, the crowd's around him, now he's shoulder high, surrounded by all his teammates, all the well-wishers and everyone in County Sligo would just love to be there. Gives to O'Hara, O'Hara bursts it through, it's one on one, with the goal of goalkeeper, what's O'Hara going to do? He bursts it out! What a goal for Sligo, what a goal for David O'Hara! 32 years, it's too long to go without winning a provincial title, and I can guarantee you, that this is not the end of something, this is the beginning! Oh my god! Sligo, 19 points! Roscommon, 1 goal and 11 points! This win is for every young coach in the county! It's over! This win is, is all over! This is unbelievable! This is unbelievable! The Sligo fans are up on their feet! The side of Roscommon people are shaking my hand in front of me. They're great sports, they're great people, but the day belongs to Sligo. Lavin has got the distance, it's got into the back of the net. Jack Lavin with the hit and hope for Sligo. There it is, final whistle. Sligo are in their second consecutive under 20 final. They have beaten Mayo in Mayo. Hakanish. Uh, is uh, an old uh, Domsa and corner runner our captain Stigel Canis Mulligan for the second year in a row congratulations Canis we didn't make it easy for ourselves today we had a tough road to the final um, three away games all the big dogs but Sligo are now a f***ing big dog so it doesn't matter when you're growing up you, you hope that maybe you go play Kerry you go play Mayo and all these teams and Thankfully, look, um, that's what we're doing this time. Like, we've beaten three, we call Division One teams uh, in Connacht, all the way from home, and, and we're going looking forward to, to playing Kerry now in, in Salt Hill. So, look, it's when you're when you're a kid, like these ki kids here, you dream of doing these things. Ronan Nyland burst through. This is one line, St. Mary's. Ronan Nyland! In possession is Marin. Marin switches it across to Dylan McLaughlin. Dylan McLaughlin moving forward. Still is Dylan McLaughlin. Could he be a match winner? The number three. Onto the right boot. There goes the shot from Dylan McLaughlin. Wow, wow. In it goes and over it goes. What a score from Dylan McLaughlin. What composure. What accuracy. What a finish. This is Dylan Walsh, the Omo Girls man. Can he seal it? Swallowing his way through the goals and tries the ball over the bar. From underage. You know, with the county, from their schools, Colin, with yourself and attractors and Slighton Summer Hill as well, these players don't know uh, how to stand back. And we saw that today. My name's Maisie Hannon and I'm from Harps. My name's Caitlin Donovan and I'm from Eastern Harps. My name is Alana Cassidy and I'm from Turles Strand. My name is Sean McMahon and I'm from Shermock Guilds. My name is Jack Henry and I'm from Curry. My name is Lee Taff and I'm from St Michael's. Passing all the flags in Tupper Curry and Curry coming up and then you kind of realise that it's more than just the likes of myself and the, the rest of the lads playing it. There is, this has a massive impact on everyone in Sligo, you know, so that is definitely something that we will be aware of and something we keep in he's mind. He's following, he's looking, he's following, he's looking, he's fed it to Pat Blan. Is there another pass in it? He goes for goal, goal for Sligo! Privately, is she thrilled that you're in black and white and not green and gold these days? She is, yeah. No, she, she, she definitely is. Yeah, no, she's, she's, she's taken a lot of enjoyment out of the last, last few weeks. Um, yeah, so no, she's, she's delighted to see me in the black and white. I was in Hyde Park in 07 when we, we won a kind of final, and 
I was there three years later in Castle Bear when unfortunately we got bet. So yeah, the dream was always to, to play for Sligo. Sligo! Back to back county champions! How does that sound? How does that sound? 14 13! It sounds okay to me. Good evening. Welcome to the final whistle on Ocean FM. As championship weekends go in Gaelic football, this is going to be one to savour for Sligo and All-Ireland under-20 semi-final against Kerry in Salt Hill on Saturday. A Connacht senior football final against Galway in Castlebar on Sunday. And over the next 40 minutes, we will leave the cones, the drones, the bibs all to one side. Our warm-up drill will comprise solely of good conversation with some of those centrally involved in the two games this weekend. And they are the voices of the new Sligo generation of footballer from the Sligo under-20s, team captain Canis Mulligan, team manager Paul Henry and Eastern Harps clubman Dylan Walsh, from the Sligo seniors, Shamrock Gales goalkeeper Daniel Lyons, Drumcliffe Ross's points, Kean Lally and Paul McNamara of St. John's. But to begin, what about a word or two at the start of this special Sligo weekend from the Maestro. And there is a free for Sligo. Mihal turns to take it. Standing back now, here's his kick. And he sends it over the bar, nearly down to Ben Baldwin, over the bar, and Sligo lead again. The great Mihal O'Hare describing the great Mihal Cairns playing for Sligo into the cemetery end at Markovic Park. Mickey Cairns turned 80 last week, but he hasn't retired from anything. He was working today in Cork and he's been at the Sligo Games too this year. Here's his take on the two Sligo County teams in action this weekend, beginning with the under-20s and those back-to-back Connacht Championship successes. They have, he believes, one great team trait. Sligo teams in the past, if they were in that position that they were in with three or four minutes to go, would be beaten. But they got, and I thought they were a bit too now. Uh, they went down two points and Gola had the run of the play at the time and we got three points in, which showed great style from the from the lads. A great number two had a fantastic run and laid it off at the perfect time. Now, the, the number 11 for Goro was causing a lot of trouble. And he had a ball at, at the end when there were two points up. And he shouldn't have taken the last soul that he took. He should have either kicked it wide or he drove the bar. But luckily enough, number two dispossessed him and got away with it. There was a moment and, uh, during that game, Mickey, I was watching on television and the TG car cameras actually picked you out in the crowd early on in the match when Sligo were a few points down and maybe under a little bit of pressure in that yeah. Connacht under-20 final. And I just saw you just having a word with somebody seated beside you. And yeah, I, was thinking was to myself, I was thinking to myself at the time, I wonder what Mickey Cairns is making of this so far. What yeah. did you make of that performance? At, at the, the first 15 minutes, our hands on the ball was poor now. And then one of the lads got a good point from a distance to put it out. I think it was around 4 1. And then it went to 6 1. And then this, this really started to play and played well right up to the half time. And came out then at half time and played well again. But then the, there was a little lapse for maybe five or seven minutes again. And then they came good again. The, the, the reason we go that, I give them a big chance. I went to see Kerry playing Claire in. Uh, Innes. I happened to be in Innes that that, that that evening and I thought Kerry were just very ordinary. 
Okay, so you give and them I a chance this Saturday. I think give them a chance now, definitely. And are you excited, Mickey, by what you see? You know, you're in your 80th year and you're looking at these young... No, I never, I, at any stage of my life, I never got excited about but I, as, a, as a spectator. I wouldn't get excited about uh, win or a loss. I, I, I'd be very cool in a match. But uh, you had to get a bit uh, lifted by the way they were playing. In parts of the game now, not all the game. But surely in the last seconds of that Connacht final under 20 with the sides level and Sligo tearing up the field you must have been on the edge yeah. of your seat. Absolutely, yeah. It was good. It was good. And it, it was a result. Like, I can't understand how the Connacht Council had... We went to Roscommon to play Roscommon the first game. Went to Castle... Well, it was free for Castle but then it was switched to the Dome. And then we're away to go again in the Connacht final three. We never got a whole game in the Championship. Does that not make it all the sweeter? Of course it does. That We bet the three top teams as well in Connacht. The three top teams. And as a St. Pat's man, is it nice to see a fellow club man, Canis Mulligan, captaining the Sligo under-20s oh, in 2023? Very good. He's a very good player, actually, though. Although I have seen him playing better than he did in that Connacht final. He got a very nasty knock in the first half when he was on the ball. And I, I thought it might have affected, but everybody got he, he made fearful juice of it. I would like to see him maybe a little bit more fear of the goals, but maybe he, he, we need him at midfield maybe as well. Well, he's certainly a talent. And then, as if Saturday wasn't enough, Mickey, on Sunday we have the Connacht Senior Football <laughs> Final to look forward to in Castle Bar, Sligo yeah. against Galway. We are spoiled this weekend. Well, like it's good to be in the Connacht final, but I I wouldn't be as uh, impressed with the seniors as I would be with the under twenties. Maybe uh, when when uh, Roscommon ran at Galway in the last game, Galway were just average enough. But if Sligo start to go back and play the ball over and back to field, I think it's too Galway. That's the, our we have good runners. And I'd, I'd like to see them running that goal. I hope to do. I hope they don't lie back and start this messing over and back with the ball. So you'd like to see a bit of pace from Sligo this weekend? I am happy to have pace. To have pace. I just don't understand now. I've been watching, I've been at most of the games and I saw Splan now and I think he has been a big help to us at the forward line. But he has only finished one game in the seven or eight games. He has only finished one. He has been substituted. He hasn't started, and then he was brought on. And else if he did start, he was brought off. And I think by taking them off in Carrick and Shannon against Leitham, I think the team took off Paddy O'Connor, but I think he might be slightly injured. The two best forwards we have, and the team fell asunder nearly. We were lucky, but... Uh, Leitrim didn't take us. They went to point ahead and I thought it was over and the next thing we got two points. It showed fairly well that they were able to come back and get two points after uh, Leitrim scored 1-6 on the trot. But you, I don't know, is there something, is there something against Milan or uh, like he, he, he hasn't showed well at every game he's played. Maybe he runs out of steam. I don't know. 
Well, he may have had an injury. I, I, I'm ju- it just occurs to me, M- Mickey, that you would have played against Pat Spillane Sr. at the tail end of your own inter-county career. Uh, yeah. And now all these years later, Pat Spillane Jr. is in the black and white colours. That's right. This is, uh, and I see Pat at, at uh, all of the games, actually. And, and, and he was in London as well to see them playing. Which is uh, uh, grand to see and this, and uh, young Pat has been a uh, he has been a big asset to us. He certainly has. Does it give you a lift on a personal level, Mickey, to see Sligo football going well at the moment? Oh, Jesus, it is. It is. It's fantastic. The worst thing you can do is sport of five or six league games and get beaten in all of the games. Um, it's lovely to be at at the games and and in with a chance and in all of them we won six out of the seven or was it five out of six I we won them all except the first one in there. Uh, Leash beat us in the first round. And with the younger generation of players coming through, if do you see anything that's different? Is it mentality that they've no fear, or do you spot anything that uh, looks different, uh, looks well, exciting? I. I I don't think that team now is as good as the team in 02 and 03. I think that was the best team Sligo ever had. Uh, the, the, when they beat Tyrone in, in Kropak and drew with Armagh, and Armagh went on to win that island. Uh, I think that they were very balanced. Uh, there was a lot of great players on them. Uh, I'd say a better team than the one I was on and a better team than this one too. Will you go to both games this weekend? What the hell, God? What the hell, God? I don't want to know. I'd be, I would be overconfident about the Gaspar now. I'm giving Sligo a big chance against Gary. I thought they were poor against Cork as well now. If we're able to hold their full forward, he's the best man to have by a mile. And uh, if we're able to hold him, well, there'll be no hold on him if we're able to keep the ball away at the other end of the field. You turned to 80 last week, Hall. It occurs to me you sound like you're as excited by talking about, thinking about football as you've ever been. Well, look, we'll have a good year. I hope now. I'd love to see them win in both games. But I don't expect them to win the senior now. And a slight man, I should be saying, yeah, we'll win. But I can't see them win. But I hope we put up a good performance because we, we have three more games to play after that. If we lose, and it'd be nice to have, you know, the, the, if they get bit by ten or five points, it's not good. It's not good for us for football either. Would you have liked to have had a Sam Maguire Cup group stage in your playing days? <laughs> I presume I, I would. I, well, when we got to the Alliance well, semi-final, it was too late for me anyhow. I was 34, like, you know, I hadn't even trained from the Cup final to the Alliance semi-final. I was sick of the game. Uh, only for a band profit was in charge, I wouldn't have been there even. It just came at the wrong time for you, did it? Oh, it did too, yeah. If we got through with 70 or 71, Jesus, we had a good outfit that time and got over. Just that we beat us in Castlebar by a point after extra time. And we all beat us by a point after after extra time the next year. But neither of them went to the Ireland, but they went to the finals. The Knights of Wounded Lab, but they went to the finals. Alfie took all rails in, in 71, I think. Yeah. But sure, anyhow, they're in the finals, they have a chance, I suppose. And you'll be there cheering them on. 
Det här på den. Det There is only one, Mickey Cairns, 80 years young. That was him speaking to Ocean FM Sport earlier on today and he'll be in Castle Bar this Sunday and in Salt Hill on Saturday cheering on the under-20s. But we're staying with Sunday's Senior Connacht Final at Hastings Insurance McHale Park. A 1.45 throw-in for Sligo against Galway. And we're going to hear from three of the current younger generation of senior footballer in the Yates County. In a moment, Shamrock Gales' goalkeeper Daniel Lyons and St John's clubman Paul McNamara. But first to midfielder Kean Lally, who is one of Sligo's dual players. Gaelic football and basketball are his two sporting passions. Keen plays Super League basketball with the EJ Sligo All-Stars in the winter months. This is his first Connacht final in Gaelic football, but he does remember Sligo's last appearance in the Senior Decider eight years ago when one of his current All-Stars teammates ran riot for the opposition. I remember the last time there in the Connacht final 2015, we were minor that year and playing before them against Galway. So, yeah, a long time ago. So that was the one that Aidan O'Shea ran riot in the senior final. Did you guys as minors have to sit and watch that? <laughs> we did. Well, to be fair, we, we actually, yeah, we did. We did actually. We drew a Galway that, uh, that day and, um, yeah... Did he get maybe three six that day or something yeah, like that? So yeah. it wasn't wasn't great now, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd yeah. forget. Well, I'm just contrasting that. That was the day where Sligo left the Connacht final venue with their tail between their legs to now where there is nice, sensible, good optimism around the place. Yeah, I suppose. Look, um, we're we're under no illusion the challenge that we have and um, face against Galway. Um, obviously, an amazing team. You know, came close to the All Ireland last year. So, um, but look, ourselves, we we're nine on the trot now. Um, there probably is a bit of you know question marks over who we've been playing and stuff like that. But look, we can only play what's in front of us. So I think we're doing a good job. Um, so we'll go in with confidence. You know, when you were growing up in North Sligo, was playing for Sligo a cast iron ambition or were you one of these kids who well I'll keep my options open I'm enjoying my basketball maybe you played soccer I don't know do you play golf I mean were you one of these multi-sport kids growing up just to be fair just basketball um, and Gaelic if you ask my mum now she only told me to stick to two because she wasn't able to drive me anywhere she's not taxing you around the place yeah exactly exactly so uh, yeah lucky enough I was able to play both but um, no in terms of you know did I always want to you know progress um, whether that's with Gaelic or basketball um, so when the opportunity arose I suppose you know I took it with both hands yeah if you were to pick two sports where the skills are really closely transferable. Gaelic football and basketball are probably the two. I'm thinking of Kieran Donaghy, I'm thinking yeah. of Aidan O'Shea and I'm thinking of Keen Lally. Yeah, yeah, look, they work hand in hand um, in every aspect, you know, your coordination, your movement, you know, your spatial awareness. Um, they're, they're great, you know, and I would emphasise to a lot of kids and stuff like that to, to play both sports. I suppose basketball isn't hugely popular, but it's getting there in Ireland and especially in Sligo as well. You know, our senior team are doing very well. So, Because there have been instances this season where with passages of play we can see your basketball and what you're doing okay you can't do a slam dunk at Markovic <laughs> yeah. Park 
Bosh, there are elements that you can deploy. Yeah, I suppose I do try and bring in the skills as much as I can. Um, you know, sometimes they might look a bit unorthodox um, and different, but um, I suppose it's natural to me, the movement that I have um, and how I get past players. I suppose, you know, I try in different moves and stuff like that, but it does come probably from basketball, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. The Sligo to-do list this season, get promotion, get out of Division 4, tick, win the Division 4 final, tick, get to a Connacht final, tick. You've been taking the Division 4 trophy around some of the schools in Sligo. What's the reaction been when you've done that? It's been great. Yeah, it's been great. There's a real excitement around the county and around with the kids and stuff like that. Um, I've been to two schools there last week and, you know, there's a great buzz, uh, a lot of optimism, a lot of hope. um, And that's all really we wanted to do this year. You know, obviously we had our own goals and stuff like that, but, you know, slowly building Sligo back, you know, back to where it belongs, I suppose, you know, so... How do you approach a Connacht final? I mean, are you itching to test yourself against last year's All-Ireland finalists or how are you and your teammates approaching a match of this stature? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, look, any time you get to play the best, one of the best teams in the country, I think you know it's a no-brainer. You know, you want to be playing against the best of the best. That's why you play sports. That's why you know we we're training three or four times a week. You know, for these moments. So um, you know it'll be a special day out, a special day out for you know family, friends, and partners and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we'll be we'll be all gunning for it, hundred percent. And the fact it's not the end of the summer road, you know you've got at least four championship matches ahead of you. Uh, it means you can't make any other plans on one level, but I mean, this is, this is a nice place to be. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, after the Connacht final, we've got three three guaranteed games, so, you know, another opportunity to progress, to get better, um, and all building blocks, I suppose, for next year. Um, you know, and it'd be great. There's great opportunities there for, you could have the likes of a Kerry or Dublin or something like that coming to Marquardt Park, and you know, that'd, be, that'd be huge for us, you know, so. Have you ever won a Connacht title at any grade before? Um no, no, I haven't. No. No. Um we won a Connacht League um with the minor team in twenty fifteen, but no, unfortunately not. I won a Connacht, I suppose, with the schools actually at Summerhill yeah. in twenty sixteen we won the sure. schools. Of course you were part of that. Yeah, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you I have say, some experience of what this is like. <laughs> some experience, but not to not to this magnitude now, Austin, yeah. no. Um but look, yeah, look, it's again it's something, you know, I'm really looking forward to, you know, a big two weeks ahead and look we'll do everything in our best power to to you know hopefully cause an upset you never know Keen Lally of Sligo on Sunday's Connacht Senior Football Final his St John's teammate uh, well they're not he's not a St John's man but his uh, teammate who is a St John's man Paul McNamara played against a lot of the current Galway side in another Connacht Final just a few years back well, we would have had the under-21s final against Galway in Markovich Park in 17, yeah. That would have been my last kind of Connacht final. Is my first senior Connacht that final. That was the yeah. extra time extravaganza. That was the extra time, yeah. That was the extra time, surely. And it's fun even kind of thinking back to that now. It's a lot of the same face on the Galway team that we'll be coming up against now and the likes of the Malloys, the Dailies, the Finnerties, all these bucks are still floating around, you know? That's right. That was a cracking yeah. Connacht final at Markovich Park. And it is the senior incarnations of those two teams, Sligo and Galway, who are lining up in Castlebar to a large degree definitely yeah so even it's funny enough we were kind of only chatting about it there the other day you have myself Paul Coyne Dara Cummins um, I'm trying to Gerard Kelly Lynch would have been on that team um, yeah so there's a lot of lads kind of crossover lads would have played on that day and Mark Fish Park would be lying out again now in two weeks in Castlebar so so would some of you know each other from the two camps 
Um, yeah, you know, I suppose even through bits of work. Now, these aren't, obviously, they're yeah. few years older than me, few years my senior, but the likes of Damien Comer and Shane Walsh, you'd kind of know them from coming in out of work in EJ's in town there for a few, kind of the past few years. So, look, you would have had a bit of crack with them, yeah. you know, over and back. Now, little did you think you'd be kind of, I suppose, a few years ago, where Sligo were and where Goal were, you wouldn't be thinking you'd be lining up against them in Connor finals. But, look, it's something to look forward to, definitely, you know. When it is the All Ireland finalists you're up against, I suppose individually, when you have your, when you're on your own or driving in the car or at home in the evening, you're thinking about your own game preparing. Do you think about who I'll be assigned to mark, whether it is Comer or Burke or McDade or Walter or whoever it ends up being? Yeah, I suppose you do, Austin. Yeah, look, it'll be the same as if you were, like, even the last day when you're playing New York, you know, we had lads kind of detailed to man mark their key men. It'll be no different now to what it'll be like in two weeks. But look, you would get caught daydreaming when you're in the car, you know, heading away and kind of going down the last 10 and the game is tight and you're one, you know, the, all these type of things are going through your head. But look, we'll just prepare for it as any other game, you know. Thankfully, we're kind of nine on the bounce now, so we'll just, we'll, we'll just prepare for it like any other game, you know. What's been the single best trait of the Sligo team this season to get as far as you've done a Connacht final and promotion as champions of Division 4? If you had to pick one thing, is it character? Is it resilience? Is it finishing ability? Is there anything that you've kind of, when you're in the, in the dogfight moments of games... What has struck you about this Lego collection of players? Character, I suppose, is a good word to describe it. Yeah, definitely kind of, because from the leash game, we knew back in January that we had to win the rest of the games if we wanted to get promoted, you know. But even if not to kind of describe it in a word, but we're all great old pals off the pitch, you know. We kind of meet for coffees, we'd go out to the sea for a swim, we'd go out to the sauna, Ross's point. So I suppose that makes things a lot easier when the game is going down the stretch and you really need to kind of dig deep and you're looking at a fella who, you know, you'll be sitting having a coffee with in, in an hour or two's time, you know. So it definitely that we're, we're all great buddies is the camaraderie as good off the pitch as, as you say it is or is it still townies versus colchies do you sit and have your own coffee and stuff and no. jibe across at them <laughs> no 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 definitely not I suppose when we would have come in first we were very young kind of coming in straight after that 21's final we would have spoke about and the likes of kind of uh, you know Charlie Harrison Ross Donovan yeah. Adrian Meyer and all these yeah. fellas were floating around and we were kind of the, the immature young fellas probably coming in and you know getting stuck into them so look it's, uh, it, it's we're definitely all good mates and it's definitely not something that we'd kind of that we would put a lot of work into because we know obviously how important that is to get on as well off the pitch as well as on the pitch you know so it is something that we would consciously work towards and the young guys I mean you're still a young man you're 26 but you're there a few seasons now so you're seeing the guys graduating from the under 20 ranks into the senior squad is that graduation easy or do they come in a bit kind of starstruck for a while while they're getting used to the way things work I wouldn't even say it's starstruck I'd say it's just kind of look it's brilliant to have them in and they bring such value to it they even kind of you know the likes of Jack Lavin and Joe Keeney obviously making their championship debuts there the last day against New York I suppose it can be quite difficult as well and I would run through something similar myself like this when you come in first and you're kind of used to being the main man on the 20s team or the 21s team in my case and you come in and the lad who's in your position is bigger and stronger and faster and more experienced so it can take a little bit you know a bit of a, a shock going geez I'm not the I'm not the main man here anymore but it just does it does just take time and I'm probably like to be fair we would be very good with the younger lads we're probably like broken records at this stage you know it's just to kind of keep at it keep the head and results results will come you know and that can be seen with the two lads making their debut the last time. One final thought, are Sligo enjoying the attention that's coming through the under-20 success and through all that's happening? There is a feel-good factor around the county. Do you guys like this or would you prefer, would you just go over there and let us get on with it and be quiet, please? I suppose it's probably something new, like, you know, like obviously the last few years... 
I suppose unfortunately Sligo football hasn't been where we'd like it to be you know so it is definitely something nice and something you embrace and it's even it's great to see kind of we're up here in Ballyhonest now for, for training you know passing all the flags and Tupper Curry and Curry coming up and then you kind of realise that it's more than just the likes of myself and the, the rest of the lads playing that there is this has a massive impact on everyone in Sligo you know so that is definitely something that we will be aware of and something we'll keep in mind going forward Paul McNamara of Sligo, who's been part of the senior squad for a few seasons now. For Shamrock Gales, clubman Daniel Lyons, this is his first year in earnest in the senior ranks and he has made the goalkeeper's jersey his own following Aidan Devaney's injury at the start of the season. And here's how Daniel broke into the Sligo senior football panel. Paul Durkin ran a goalkeeper workshop there in, uh, I think, November time, then the middle of November, uh, just for goalkeepers, I think, to give them a few tips and drills on how to progress the club training because it's awful hard, you know, when you're training and you might only have two or three people down there to help you out. So it was giving a few tips down there, down in Scarden one night, and uh, I don't know, I just must have, must have done well and he kind of liked the look of me and I think they were short on the keeper too uh, to back up Aidan at the time, so... Uh, he got a call about two weeks later and I was called in then from December and uh, yeah just he asked me would I, would I mind coming in I jumped at the chance Was this always your ambition? Oh always uh, been a Sligo fan now for as long as I can remember uh, I was in Hyde Park in 07 when we, we won the kind of final and uh, I was there three years later in Castlebear when unfortunately we got bet so yeah I've, the dream was always to, to play for Sligo so you were there as a fan on those two kind of final occasions. So are you were you one of those young supporters who would sprint onto the pitch at the final whistle if it, if the result was good? Yeah, I have a recollection of pulling my mother uh, running away from her in 07 actually running through a gap in defence in the height to get onto the pitch and her chasing after me at six years of age. So that, <laughs> that, that was, that was uh, probably my earliest memory of supporting Sligo. So you were destined to play in the Connacht final? Well, it seems so now, thank God. But uh, yeah, just uh, delighted with the opportunity. I always think that goalkeepers have a unique perspective on the game literally because you're standing there you can see so much of what's going on you're like that camera behind the goals you can see positionally tactically what, what what's going on so from your vantage point in this championship season and this league season what has clicked so well for Sligo would you say? Uh, I just think performances on uh, players have been exceptional uh, Bear the Leash game obviously that was the first day out and Obviously, it didn't go as well as we planned, but from then on, I think well, we're nine games on the bounce now. So, I think just performances have been so high, and the intensity that we've brought to a couple of games this year has been just exceptional. And I think we just showed that you know we were probably deserving of getting promoted in the end, and obviously then deserving to get into a kind of final. Are you a vocal goalkeeper? Are you a shouter out there? I fellas will tell you I'm vocal anyway now but uh, good or bad but no I think you have to be vocal communication is probably the most important thing a goalkeeper has yeah, there's no such thing as a quiet goalkeeper no really? well really not uh, do you know in a perfect world my communication preve- prevents me having to do any work or having a shot or two now I know that's not going to be the case in every game but uh, yeah if you don't communicate your defenders aren't going to know what's coming and what's behind them and then you're in a world of trouble so it's really really important are there goalkeepers out there you've kind of modelled yourself on? I don't see a Rory Began or an Niall Morgan in you, but are there aspects of other goalkeepers that you've kind of tried to beg, steal or borrow? Yeah, look, the obvious answer everyone talks about is Cluxton, you know, just the, the way his kickouts are and uh, the, the success rate of that. But, uh, do you know, you look back at the Sligo keepers, Philip Green especially, and Aidan Vanny, he's been the best keeper in Sligo for the last 10 years, so you're just trying to take little snips from him and... We've had uh, Paul Durkin as goalkeeper coach as well and he's probably been uh, 
one of the best keepers to play football in the last 15, 20 years. So uh, taking little tips from him and uh, just trying to improve my game in the best way. And were you always a goalkeeper growing up out in Kula or were you one of these modified outfield players? Modified, yeah. It was, uh, and I was trying to be an outfielder until uh, probably 15 or 16. Uh, then I got a chance in goals. Uh, probably hadn't the legs to move around outfield and uh, would have been a decent footballer. Uh, but uh, got a chance then at 15 and 16, played uh, the age above me in goals and play continued to play in goals at my own age then until about 17 or 18 and then when you're making the transition into adult football you're thinking yeah well which way do you want to go down and goalkeeper was the best avenue for me and are you happy there or are there moments you miss the cut and thrust of outfield play ah i don't know it's sometimes but then now you see uh keepers running up and down the field now i don't think that'll be me anytime soon but uh, in goals you've, it's nearly as important as an outfield player so if not more so I'm just happy happy to be there playing more so than anything else to be honest with you I'm thinking your club Shamrock Gales is 50 years old am I or the, no, 51. 51 51 the big 50 last year yeah. that's right yeah so I mean you know that it's just passed a milestone there's a great heritage of Sligo contributions from Shamrock Gales down through the years and being in a Connacht final now for you on a personal level that must be a lovely milestone to have yeah, uh, one I didn't envisage now, to be honest with you, for the last couple of years, but uh, it's been the dream as a child, uh, playing in the Connacht final for Sligo. Uh, I think we had Francis Quinn 13 years ago, uh, so he was probably the last man, Sligo man, to play in the Connacht final, and I think we had Frank Henry, uh, who won a Connacht final in 75, so yeah, just trying to add to the list now. And does a Connacht final for you, a player in 2023, feel as important now as it did in yesteryear? Because... The nature of the championship has changed so much. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's silverware. It's a competition. Uh, you're playing Galway, who were All-Ireland finalists. So I think anyone who says that it's not important or doesn't like, doesn't fancy winning it is, is kidding themselves. You know, it's it's the, the goal since a, a, a child. And that hasn't changed just because there's a four more extra games if you, if you don't win. But no, that's definitely as important as ever. And the prospect of Damien Comer or Ian Burke or Shane Walsh bearing down on the Sligo goal towards you, does that excite you? Uh, yeah, excite, uh, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, you just have to do your job and try and keep it out. They're unbelievable forwards, all stairs to three of them, uh, so it's a challenge, but one, one I'm looking forward to facing. He certainly is. That's Shamrock Gales club man and Sligo goalkeeper Daniel Lyons. The match is live this Sunday. 1.45 throw-in Sligo against Galway in the Connacht final live on Ocean FM. Compliments of Oates Breheny Group, your local property expert. And so to Saturday's All-Ireland Under-20 football semi-final. Sligo against Kerry in Salt Hill at a quarter to five. The Sligo Under-20 panel held an open day for their supporters last weekend at the GA County Centre of Excellence in Scarden, Ocean FM Sport went along. Well, this is the sound of Scarden, the Sligo GA Centre of Excellence, where some of the county's under 10 and under 11 footballers are putting the Sligo under 20 Connacht champions through their paces at the open day here for supporters and connections of the team. And I have here with me County Board Chairperson Sean Carroll, Sligo under 20 boss Paul Henry, and two of the players, Luke Casserly and team captain Canis Mulligan. Canis, there's no wind, no rain here at Scarton. This isn't proper training at all, is it? No, it's uh, definitely not what we're used to around here. So it's uh, lovely to see the weather. It's good and all the kids are out today. So 
And you've got stuck in here, the players in with the, with the young footballers here who have come along to this Open Day. What's it been like so far? Ah, it's great to see them come out now. Like, sure, these are these young kids are the next generation, and uh, it's nice to get to know them and see their skills. And there's some very good footballers coming anyway. Yeah, Luke Casserly, can you spot any Saint Malosh Gales youngsters out there? Yeah, I've seen a few. Yeah, it's good skills on show anyway, and good to see such a good crowd out as well. Yeah, and do you enjoy this sort of thing? I mean, you're you're seven days out from an All Ireland semi final, but this is a nice way to switch off. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good kind of preparation in a way you're kind of just taking your mind off it I suppose and all having a bit of crack as well yeah Canis has the glow uh, worn off the kind of final success now are you tuned back into what's ahead next weekend oh definitely sure that's what you have to do like we um, that win is over now it's it's in the past and we're focusing now on our semi-final and what's after that so that's where the heads are tuned into and it's Kerry so a nice bit of stardust too oh yeah sure they're a big name as well, but sure, uh, we've shown that we can what we can do, and they're just another team that we have to play. Yeah. So, what's so good about the morale in this Sligo team? Would you say? Uh, well, I think we're all like we're all just really clo- close friends, and we all bond together, and there's such camaraderie with the lads, and we're all just really tight, a really tight group. Like I think that's what makes it so easy for us, and how, how, why we've done so well. Do the club rivalries surface at all during training or matches? Ah, they do, yeah, but sure, that's. They, they help with lads sure you could be friends with lads here and then the week after you'd be baiting into them on the club pitch so yeah. no harm yeah. but you enjoy this sort of build up you wanted to be at the business end of the All-Ireland and here you and Sligo are yeah oh, we are but sure at the start of the year we, we sat down and we said like we targeted an All-Ireland final like, and we're one step away from it so uh, we have to go out now on Saturday and do the business yeah. Well, Paul Henry the Sligo manager is here as well Paul we're in an era of modern sport whether it's elite amateur elite professional where teams often hunker down and close at themselves to the world ahead of big matches you've taken a different approach before this All-Ireland semi-final yeah, I just think, I suppose, we over the last few weeks, we've seen the huge support that has came and followed us over to, to the three different games they had away. And um, I suppose we decided, in fairness, let's let all the kids back in and, and play along here with the lads and, and get a, a bit of a training session done with them. And um, I suppose I hope all the, the kids and all the parents enjoy it. And I suppose at the end of the day, football is about enjoyment. And while things are going well, we, I suppose we want, to, we want to enjoy it and, and make the most of it. And it's about nurturing that connection between players family members, supporters and the players and management themselves. Yeah, definitely. I suppose, look, we, we need the supporters as much as, as they need uh, us on a pitch working hard. So, um, like, we'll, when, when the supporters are there roaring us on, the lads have been, have been stepping up their game and, and, playing, and playing better than that. And when we needed them at different stages of the different games, we, we stepped up and, and, and when we heard the roar behind us. So, look, at, I suppose we're hoping that next week again when Salt Hill, we'll have a, a huge slag of crowd behind us and uh, help lad, push the lads on a little bit further. Well, on that, Luke and Canis, can you think of a moment in a match so far this season where the pull of the crowd was a big help to you guys? Um, all the way through the game in Tume, I thought, uh, it seemed like the, the Sligo crowd massively outnumbered the mm. amount of Galway supporters that were there. So like, you always had that in mind that it was kind of like a home atmosphere for us. and just drove us on through the whole game. Like. And I know you guys, you're in your match zone, so you're, you tune out a lot of the exterior stuff, but it, it's got to help at times to know there's people outside the wire trying to lift you. Oh, it does, sure. Like, 
everywhere we've been this year it's felt like a home game nearly like we've outmatched the, the away team or the home team as it was but and it was so good to see all the people out you kind of really saw it at the end of the game in Shum all, all the Sligo people on the pitch like you saw how many people were there so it was just unbelievable to see uh, the support that we have yeah, sure. Let me bring in Sean Carroll, the Sligo GA chairperson. Sean, we like to give out to the county board when things aren't going well, but it must be a lovely feeling for administrators too, who do a lot of the on-scene work behind the scenes, to see some fruit of, of the various county labours happening on the field of play. Ah, look, uh, successes like like we've had, uh, that's that's what you dream about when you get involved, and that's why you, you, you put your shoulder to the wheel. You know, in the hope you're hoping that someday you'll, you'll have those successes. So it's just fantastic. It's it's fuel for the for the for the continuing work that has to be done. Um, yeah, it's just brilliant. I know when you took up the chairperson's role, you wanted to help lay some foundations for success. But hand on heart, are you pleasantly surprised that there's been this much success this quickly? Uh, if you do, I suppose if you take me back when, when we spoke, I suppose at the outset when I when, when I took over the job, yeah, probably uh, the, the 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 number of successes we've had is probably higher than I would have expected at that time. But it's it's an iterative process. You you know you have success and then you you want to build on that. You want to you secure the foundations. You want to you want to go again. You want to go farther. And you know as you can see from the ambition that the lads are speaking about here and and, and in, in in what they're doing, you know that's 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 what we want and that's where we're going. So um, yeah, no look. Truthfully, I probably wouldn't have expected as soon, but um, I know it's not, it's cliche maybe, or it's a bit boring, but it, it is about the process. It's not so much about the outcomes. Um, you know, I've always believed that the outcomes will be positive if we if we get the process right. Does it make your job easier when things are going well like that on the field of play, or does it bring new challenges, maybe challenges you enjoy? Well, it probably does make the job a bit easier. Uh, people have a smile on their face and and uh, and all that. But yeah, there, there are there are new challenges with it, and they're the challenges that you want. You, you know uh, that that you want to uh, you know to sustain the success and you know and, um, and 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 manage it. And yeah, they're 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 far, I suppose, far better challenges to be tackling than than say what we would have looked at five five six seven years ago. Paul Henry, let me finish with you, the, the manager, ahead of next Saturday's All-Ireland semi-final. This day next week, you'll probably be walking the turf of Salt Hill, getting the, the players will be getting a feel of the place in the hours leading up to, to, to throw in. How do you manage expectation this week amongst your own camp and, and around the county? Um, I suppose really, look, we're going there to do another do another job. We've uh, another step in a, and I suppose a journey that we've been looking forward to all year. Um, Lads have got over the three the three steps so far. Kerry is another step up, and we know that we have to end up uh, bringing up our level to get to that to, to get over Kerry. But I suppose our aim is is, is to get over that game, and get to an All Ireland final. I suppose Sligo have been in a number of All Ireland semi finals now at this stage and left us behind us. So it's time for us to take that next step and move on to a, to an All Ireland final. And um, I suppose look, at, we're not on about bringing these lads down or anything. They've they've got to a point that they're up there and they're, they deserve to be up there at this point. And it's kind of push on and 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 have belief in themselves that no matter what team puts in front them if we work hard enough and we go at it that we'll give any team a good game so that's really I suppose the, the intention for the week Are you at a stage now where these guys know exactly what's expected of them there's very little hands on stuff you've got to do at this stage In fairness to these lads I suppose they end up putting the expectations on themselves so they ask ask of each other what what they expect and um, like these are these are lads are winners now do you know what I mean they don't they don't need us to tell them what to, what exactly we expect from them because they already have that in their own expectations now so look we'll give them as much advice as we possibly can and then we'll hopefully put them out there in the best frame of mind and best uh, I suppose best tactics that we can and then when we get out in the field then it's going to be down to them lads doing, doing what they can 
In any era, finally, it's a special weekend for Sligo football and All-Ireland Under-20 semi-final on Saturday, a Connacht senior final on the Sunday. What would your message be to the 50-50 Sligo supporters who don't always go to their county games? Um, I'm just hoping that they're all 100-100 next weekend and they're coming with us to Salt Hill on Saturday and going to be in McHale Park on Sunday and, and really give the whole county a lift next weekend and let's hope that when both ourselves and the seniors can go out and do a job. The Sligo under-20 boss Paul Henry speaking to us in Scarden. The name Dylan Walsh is synonymous with the Sligo under-20 team because there are two of them on the panel and we extend our get-well wishes to Omar Gale's Dylan Walsh as he continues his recovery from meningitis in Sligo University Hospital this week. He won't be involved in this weekend's game, obviously. His namesake, Dylan Walsh from Eastern Harps, has been talking to us about this football under-20 journey this week. You know, when you're growing up, you, you hope that maybe you go play Kerry, you go play Mayo and all these teams. And thankfully, look, um, that's what we're doing this time. Like we've beaten three, we call Division One teams uh, in Connacht, all the way from home. And, and we're going looking forward to, to playing Kerry now in, in Salt Hill. So look, it's when you're when you're a kid, like these kids here, you dream of doing these things. So, I mean, it's, it's great to look forward to, I suppose. I'm old enough to remember your dad, Peter, playing for Eastern Harps and goals out the field everywhere, a club stalwart for many years, and for Sligo for a time. He was mad about football and still is, so I'm guessing for you growing up there was no escape. Uh, no, no, definitely not. Um, I suppose you kind of, if you didn't want to go, you were kind of dragged, but it's a good thing. Like, you know, it's, um, it keeps you involved, it keeps you, keeps you active, and now it's kind of... It's it's me that wants to go everywhere and do and go train and all these things. But yeah, it's great to have it's great to have an influence like that. And uh, you know, for these kids, um, it's great to have someone that has an influence on you that can can keep you playing and all this. How would you describe the mentality of this Sligo under twenty team? Um, it's it, it, a bit like last year's. It's just we, we fear no one to be honest to us, and we we kind of take every game as it comes. Uh, we know that history has absolutely nothing. Uh, on, on, on this team or, or, or any other team that has to come so it's it's kind of what we do it's 15 v 15 at the end of the day so that's the kind of the way we look at every game Are you enjoying the extra attention or would you prefer to push that away and just let us get on with our football would you? Um, it's it's tough to be honest with you like it's you, you, can't, you can't shy away from it you can't you can't throw it away to be honest with you but you have to embrace it you have to look at it and, and it's it's great to have but um, it eggs you on like next next Saturday it's, it'll be a great day I suppose it'll be a big crowd but you kind of have to embrace it and you have to enjoy these days Yeah because this is what you have done all that training at Father exactly. Kevin Betty Memorial Park or gone off to Blitzes in Bunnanadden or Bacon over the years Yeah, This is what you grew up to do Yeah oh definitely like you grow up from a young age wanting to play for your county um, I suppose the club is where it all starts you know uh, underage that's where all the, the coaches where everyone that's where that's where all the work goes in, and, and, and thankfully it's come to show. And there's, uh, like there's, I don't know how many clubs are represented here in the under 20s, so it just shows that there's unbelievable work going on. And I'm just wondering finally what the ripple effect is like for a club like Eastern Harps. I mean, we're used to seeing the Paul Taylors, the Ross Donovans, you know, established club and county names down through the years, but now it's the Dylan Walches, the Matt Henrys, albeit on one leg, etc. <laughs> you know, and I'm wondering what the younger. Eastern Harps players who were here today at this open day around us what they can take out of that to see some of their own club people who wear the green and white of Harps playing for Sligo yeah, definitely like, I, I, of course I'd, I'd be hoping that they look up to us and, and want to emulate us as well but like we, I, I personally I looked up to people like there beside me Ross uh, Ross and Paul Taylor and Tony and all these people like I looked up to them so hopefully that these, these kids are looking up to me and, and other people in the club and uh, Look, it's great to have people on, on the county team from the club, but uh, 
yeah, hopefully in, in the next couple of years the club will, will push on because I know there's 11 on the minor panel as well. So it, there is good work going on and, and hopefully it's going to come to show in, in, in the next couple of years. Can you beat Kerry? Ah, look, definitely. It's, it's, it's just another game at the end of the day, to be honest. It's, it's 15 v 15. We don't, uh, we don't look and just see it's Kerry and it's, they're unbeatable. It's, every team is beatable, to be honest with you. And we think if we're, we're, we'll do our homework, we'll, we'll do what we need to do and uh, we'll go there with, with full confidence that we can get a, a, get a result. Eastern Harps and Sligo's Dylan Walsh on Saturday's All-Ireland Under-20 semi-final. What about the opposition then? Well, here's what the Kerry Under-20 boss, Tomas O'Shea, has been telling Radio Kerry this week about Sligo. Yeah, I think Sligo is on a high. I think very similar to Clare. They'd be perceived by a lot of people um, to be uh, the, the weaker footballing county and therefore Kerry should be blasting Sligo out of the water and that's not at all at all. Um, I remember that night in 2009 we should have been beaten inside here and we went on to win an All-Ireland after it um, but they bring a spirit and I think it's one of their greatest strengths is this kind of um, toughness that they have I mean they're after going through Connacht they beat uh, Roscommon away they beat uh, Mayo away and they beat Galway in June and not only did they beat Galway in June but they went down five or six points to one down early on in that match and it didn't knock a stir out of them do you know I think Paul Henry has spoken about that they've got into a winning attitude uh, they have five or six players I can see making a step up to senior level fairly soon and we know that, that what they could actually do um, and, and our job is to try to focus in and, and try to, to, to counter-attack their strengths as best we can but at the same time um, you know we have strengths of our own as well and we have to focus on that but we're under no illusions how strong um, Sligo are and they've had a, an, a tremendous season they won it last year they want to go a step further they're hungry to do it they don't fear anybody they're confident um, and that's a dangerous um, team to face when they're fearless so um, that's what we have to, to that's the challenge we face and hopefully we, we'll, we'll face it head on Kerry under 20 boss Tomas O'Shea with the final word on the final whistle let's hope that's not the case in Salt Hill on Saturday evening Sligo against Kerry is live this Saturday from 4.45 with thanks to Henry's Bar and Restaurant in Cashelgarn good night